Hi guys, I hope you had a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Pesach. I'm recording this intro on April 26th, Tuesday. Um, and this episode is a little different than usual, as you'll hear. Um, so I did this short mini episode with Shira Fruchter, who was on the podcast very recently. I wasn't able to put out a podcast last week because of Pesach. And I kind of just disconnected from most of my social media. I didn't post so much on Instagram. I didn't really have a phone. Um, my phone broke right before Pesach, but that's another whole story. Um, and, you know, Pesach, just holidays in general, but Pesach just brings up so many things with like family dynamics, food dynamics, body image stuff. And um, I recently just took Shira Fruchter's IFS course, which is called Internal Family Systems. Um, I've known about IFS for probably two years now. Actually, Rebecca Shapiro introduced it to me from Project Proactive. Um, and I read this book called Self-Therapy, which kind of explains IFS um, in simplified version. And um, Shira does this type of therapeutic modality exclusively. She lives in Israel. And um, we were troubleshooting yesterday how we can collaborate together with the intuitive eating model and the IFS model. And we came up with this idea to do a workshop about one and a half hours. Um, it will be next week, uh, May 4th at 12 p.m. Eastern time, which is eight o'clock in Israel, 8 p.m. Israel time. And she will be giving a very brief overview of what IFS is, which you could also hear here on the podcast. And we'll also, if anyone is willing and able to share vulnerably their struggles with body image or weight or how they feel about so many, anything to do with intuitive eating or health at any size, um, she will be facilitating it and I will be moderating it through the lens of intuitive eating. Um, as you'll hear me explain in the episode that sometimes people come on who are familiar with intuitive eating, but not 100% familiar, and they might say things that could be triggering. And that's where I would come in to help moderate and make sure that it's completely in line with the intuitive eating model. So that is in a week from tomorrow. We're recruiting. It's $50, super affordable. And if it goes well, we'll make it into a two-part series. For now, it's going to be a one-part, an hour and a half. But I'm really excited about it. And Shira has been running courses um, this is what she does. She runs IFS courses. I took her four-week series. This is just this is just a one-time offer, hoping to make it into um, more. But I think that IFS is such a an amazing model. I've seen it. I've heard of it. I've seen it used in so many different ways on myself. Um, and sometimes we just are stuck, so stuck in our habits or using food to cope. There's so many other things that we use to cope, but my line of work is specifically food. So I'm really excited to um, for you to listen to this episode and just hear a little bit about our back and forth of what this is going to look like. Uh, please reach out to me at gilaglassberg18 at gmail.com if you want to sign up for the course, if you have any questions. I'm really, really, really looking forward. And it's going to be again next week, May 4th, 12 p.m. Eastern time, 8 o'clock Israel time. Okay, without further ado, enjoy this episode. 
Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. I know you're going to love the content here because you will gain inspiration, powerful tools and insights, and valuable knowledge. If you want more of this, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or visit me on Instagram at gilaglassberg. I'm Gila Glassberg, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. I have come to realize by counseling many, many women that this work is much deeper and greater than food and body image. It's the bigger picture challenges we face of love, belonging, acceptance, what our true values and goals are, noticing them, addressing them, and gaining skills to move forward. If you have been struggling with what your life's purpose is, or you just feel stuck in general and don't know what's holding you back, this podcast will enlighten and inspire you to take action and move forward. This podcast is about other women in the 21st century who feel that losing weight will fix all their problems or somehow meet their unmet needs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Get Into It with Gila. Today, we're doing something a little bit differently. Today, I have Shira Fruchter here again. Hi, Shira. Hey. Hey. So Shira is joining me for the second time. This is not going to be the episode that we talked about that in one of my episodes that I introduced you in the intro that I want to have you come back on and talk about IFS, internal family systems. And we want to do another potentially live demo or we'll figure it out collaborate and I love your flexibility but for the purpose of today's mini podcast short episode um, Shira and I were just talking yesterday and we wanted to offer a workshop a one workshop or maybe even a two-part series workshop on IFS and specifically now right after Pesach when people are struggling with perhaps the amount of food that they ate or the amount of food that they were around or maybe people around them who are talking about diet culture or the thin ideal or things that are really, really triggering that come out over Yantif, over the holidays. Um, I wanted to, I really wanted Shira to facilitate the class, the workshop, teach people like the very tiny, short uh, parts of, of IFS, internal family systems. And then I would be there to help moderate through the lens of intuitive eating. So Shira, what do you think about that? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I was so excited about this idea. <clears throat> also, um, as I said, I always loved intuitive eating. Um, I know she was savage here and she's a colleague of mine and a friend. And I just, I really love the approach. And um, I have definitely explored in my private practice, people's parts around food, weight, body image. And I thought it would be so cool to just spend an entire workshop um, specifically for what you do and have people really look at how are these parts protecting me and seeing, you know, the body image, hating your body, shaming your body or loving the food or wanting the food as parts that are here to protect us. And it's a different way of thinking. And I think a collaboration of the two models would really help people move and just kind of understand themselves. I think it's a different way. I think that I've said this to clients before and I'll open it up to listeners of the podcast and also, you know, current clients and past clients, but I've, I've told this to people before that sometimes uh, when they're using food to cope and they just don't know why, sometimes it's just so much deeper. So I feel like your approach, the IFS model really helps us understand how like, even though something we could be doing something that feels painful or feels destructive is also helping us in a lot of ways. Exactly. You know, I was talking to someone this morning who was saying that she gains weight over the hog. And, um, and now she's, you know, she wants to lose her weight and she's so upset with her weight. 
and she still wants to eat and she calls it grazing. She wants to graze, she wants to graze, she wants to graze and she hates that she's grazing. And the question is, how is grazing helping you? Because somehow grazing is a part that also really wants to show up. Right. And when we shame our parts, we don't know how they're really serving us. So yes, that would be, that would be what I would bring you know, to the front is how is this part serving me? Right. And I want to say this for listeners, for, for, for my podcast, as well as your, your following or your clients or people who, who will join, or at least this is what I get sometimes from clients or listeners, like, you know, the person who you interviewed said something that was, that was weight shaming. That was not mm-hmm. who I interviewed, who, who I feel like they overlap in my line of work, but because intuitive eating is so sensitive to anything around weight, not everyone who I interview is knows about that. And I think that the way that I approach it is like to, to educate the person who I'm interviewing and be educated by them in their field. That's what I like to do. Like, I think that I stick to very true to the intuitive eating model, but I still bring people in who aren't hundred percent familiar, but just to, I guess, make space for the fact that that could still be triggering for somebody who's struggling with making peace with food, making peace with their body learning the intuitive eating model, I bring somebody onto the podcast that doesn't know exactly the intuitive eating model. They feel a little bit like thrown under the bus. So I want to, um, I kind of want to shed light on that and just say Shira's super open to hearing about intuitive eating and the, the class or the workshop would be you teaching it th- like through the lens that you understand it and me moderating so that it is still in line with intuitive eating. I love that. I'm, I'm so curious about that whole idea of how maybe I said something now that might've insulted or provoked a listener. And um, I really am so curious about that whole concept of not going towards the weight loss or you know, having agendas around weight loss or dieting culture, you know, and kind of, I would love to explore that part. Like it really fascinates me. I don't know about that. Honestly, I don't. And I'm, I'm so open to hearing. You said when we were talking yesterday, not here on the recording, you were saying that like part, there's eight C's of IFS, right? And one of them is curiosity. It's the self. Yeah. Um, you're also, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that curious part that like is what I'm always trying to help clients get to, right? Like, yes, let's explore that. Right. And, and I don't, I don't even think you, you, you might've said something that would provoke someone, but from my, through my lens, it's like. I always say this to clients, like, it's okay to want to lose weight, to have the okay. desire. Makes sense. You live in okay. a way with wanting to lose weight, but also like, where does it come from? Does it come from? Because if you feel like if you lost weight, you would be more loved, more accepted. Is it true? Has it shown to be true? Can you accept yourself at this weight? So that's so much of this yes. work. Okay. So intuitive eating, you're allowed to want to lose weight and you're allowed to say things like when I, when I said, oh, this person said this morning, she really wants to lose five pounds. That is that language is okay for intuitive eating, Gila? Yes. And I appreciate the question. I think that, you know, sometimes people, let's say I would interview somebody who doesn't get it and they'll say like, but I still had to lose weight because I was overweight. Like we were saying yesterday and intuitive eating and health at every size, we don't really even agree with the language of overweight because that's assuming that there's a correct weight. Okay. And what about like health or medical standards? Do you, do you have, do you guys go by that or that's not kind of in the picture? So question. So basically like what the research shows through like the intuitive eating research and health at every size is that 
um, you could be healthy and you could be in a larger body or at a, a BMI mm. that's considered overweight or obese, but still be healthy. Like there's nothing. Mm. Love it. And you could be at a quote unquote healthy BMI and still have tons of other health factors. So it's not that we yes. neglect health. We still focus on healthy behaviors, but weight isn't a behavior. Got it. Got it. So, so what wouldn't be acceptable is like say talking about overweight parts. Is that acceptable? Or that's already kind of shaming because it's assuming it's an overweight part. So, so I, I think that <laughs> I honestly think if you were doing that, let's say, let's say you were to say, okay, we're going to address the overweight part, right? No, but no, I would never say that. But let's say you someone wouldn't. said to me, I feel so fat. Right. And then I said the fat part. You know what I mean? Like if it's their language, I wouldn't put the language, but if they use that language or maybe they wouldn't use that language either. So we use fat as a, a neutral ter term, just like skinny is a neutral term, even though skinny is so not a neutral term. I mean, At like all. brown, I was say brown hair. Also. Okay. Oh, so fat is brown hair. Like we try to neutralize it. It's very interesting, Dila. It's such an interesting thing because, you know, I mean, we don't have time for this now. We've explored at length a different time. I don't want to, you know, steal the time for this, but it, I would really be fascinated to think about that because there's a larger context of the world. It's like saying rich is a, is a neutral term. Right. But it, isn't it funny? I know I hate to compare like anything with wheat and intuitive eating and anything to Judaism, but I like, I do kind of compare that like Jews are like less than the world, right? less than one percent of the world oh right right yeah but we culturally like still do the things that we do even though we see people around us who think oh beautiful Agree? love that great analogy yes powerful <laughs> no it's very powerful you're right, right. It's a right. beautiful powerful thing really well stated yes you i love that right so it's, so we it's could do this, you're saying we could do this basically we could do this we could do it even though the world is not doing it we could do it we could dress modestly if the entire world is not so we could decide fat is, is neutral even if no one else is going to think that i wouldn't say nobody else nowadays because i think that the intuitive eating help at every size is making some sort of a splash and you're yes. probably even seeing that in your work because you see that people who try to lose weight don't usually keep the weight off or there's just so much layers and layers and layers that really have nothing to do with weight. I'll be honest. I, even more than that, Gila, I see so much body dysmorphia, so much more than the weight or the overweight or the fat. I see people that are just unhappy with themselves and with their bodies right. and just tons of body dysmorphia and overemphasis on how we look. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I really, I would say almost every woman, I see has something going on, including myself. I'm saying we're all just, it's so, we're all so caught up in it, you know, and we, it's really, we're harming each other because of it. It's so They're, hard to break free. So hard to break free. But the really interesting thing is like, on the one hand, it makes a lot of sense, let's say in the secular world or people like myself who have social media, right? So uh, what comes out a lot on social media now is that there's something, there's something called filters. I don't know mm. if you could Tell put a more. filter on and it will look like you're completely on <gasps> Oh, I heard of this. Look skinnier and it will give you lashes. Yeah. And people can't feel I'm, I'm in shock. <laughs> and you're like scrolling through Instagram, watching people who literally look perfect. <sighs> so that's just, that's just, let's say me and the rest of the world who has social media most people who have social media so hard what about the people like you it. you don't have social media what about the clients that I have who are Hasidish and completely sheltered and they tell me 
I was <laughs> raised with the belief that a, a beautiful, good wife is a skinny wife. So where does that come totally. from? It doesn't come from the Torah. Totally. I know. And you should know, one of the things I tell people, one of the most interesting things I do, not professionally, this is like a pet peeve of mine, is sometimes I'll meet like people that are just so spiritual, so from, so much Yerushalayim, so much Abbas Hashem, and still need to be so skinny. And I'll literally challenge them. It's really a pet peeve. It's totally a part. And I'll be like, explain it to me. Just, is it a mitzvah? Like, really, is it a mitzvah? You have so much Yerushalayim, and you and I both know this is not going to be important at the end of days. So where is it coming from, this drive? I don't even understand. I've never gotten a good answer. Mm-hmm. Never. I actually wonder why, as women, the more kids we have, we could have a pride in our bellies, proof of the kids. People in my community have 12 kids and still need to lose that baby weight. It's exhausting. I'm telling you. You're right. It really runs the gamut. It's odd. It's odd. I think that, so that I so so I just want to say this that I took your course um and one of the coolest parts about it was that you were able to do the live demo with somebody with two people live yes I am off I'm saying that you would offer that in the workshop that if somebody would be willing to explore that those parts of themselves that let's say wants to cook really yummy food with lots of oil and sugar and mayo, but they also, and want to feed it to their kids and watch them enjoy it, but they also hate themselves if they're fat or hate themselves if they're not even a size two. Imagine if somebody would explore those parts. Yes, and the polarization. And the polarization. And that's the main thing with the eating and the food is we are such a polarization between so badly wanting to look amazing and be skinny and be thin or whatever word you want to use at the same exact time. We would love food. We want the food and we don't want to give it up. It's complete polarization. Then you throw the value piece in there. Oh, yeah. I guess there's, it's a polarization because society makes it a polarization because we're all, we all, it makes sense that we all want food. Yeah, but there's a degree to which. No, Gila, there's a degree to which. Yes, 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 yes. I think that that, that piece usually comes from restricting because of all the years of restricting and the years of being told you shouldn't eat that. It doesn't make sense the way that we're raised. It doesn't make sense. You shouldn't want to eat like that. You shouldn't eat those foods, but we serve them every Shabbos. It doesn't make sense. Yes. So I'm not, I'm not criticizing anyone. I'm just trying to validate the experience. So I guess uh, what, what's coming to mind for me right now is that like this workshop is not for somebody struggling with an active eating disorder at all. Yes. Nice. And it's for somebody who probably has some background in intuitive eating um, and who, who understands that we are not going to be, we're not going to be shaming anyone for their weight. We're not going to be shaming any specific weight. Um, it will just be a, a safe space where me as a dietitian and an intuitive eating professional, you as a therapist spe- specializing in IFS and totally willing and accepting for me to challenge anything that you say that's out of a million percent. I don't receive it as a challenge. Right. Do you see how relaxed she relaxes? I love it. I don't receive it as a challenge. I love right. it. You're welcoming it. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what would it be welcome? I'm so excited. Why wouldn't it be welcome? Yeah. So I'm so excited. We're recruiting for this for this workshop, hoping to be next Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. yes. 12 p.m. Next American Wednesday. time, 8 p.m. Yes. Israel time. Because I'm yes. in America. And yes. do we have in Israel? Yeah. People from Israel can come on. Israel time, 8 p.m. You have a space constraint, like how many people you would want on or not want on? Um, 
what do you feel, Pila? See who who reaches out. Yeah, I, I can go. I'm saying I'm I'm fine. Like we could, you know. We want people to like, share. We want people to be to who are who are willing to share and be vulnerable. Yeah. But yeah, but I think I really think these these I've always found that people who come to these groups and join, there is some type of energy that creates a brave space. Mm -hmm. And um, and I, I I guess I would say you know between uh, somewhere around fifteen, maybe we can go to you know does that sound reasonable, Gila? Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, I want to you know, say I minimum ten and up to twenty, but no. I want to say look for a sale afterwards if people want to watch the live demo. I just want to say that if it if it hinders people from sharing, then it's something important. <laughs> as well that's the one that we have to think about yes because when i offer my workshops it's a four-part series and i always say the first three are recorded and you can get it after but i don't record the fourth because i feel like no matter what well somehow parts might get flared up and be not be able to go where they need to go and not be fully curious or open and i i would it would concern me that someone should share and it should be it should be recorded i don't know we could think about it we could be open but it, it does make me a little nervous it just really when we we did our episode and and I tried to share as openly as I could and I also interviewed Figgy Pollock on EFT and I find myself and um I did an episode on psychodrama with Brookie Moskowitz and I nice. go back and watch those because you could see it's not really live because again it's not my full self-disclosure but it's when I, you try to explain something that's not really easy to explain I know to watch it is amazing watch it is amazing a million percent. We're we're gonna, we're gonna do another podcast. Yes, we're gonna together, and we could explore more. Me and you, and we could we, let's see, let's see what happens. Let's see what the feedback is. Let's see what people want, and we'll be flexible. Great. So we're recruiting for this. I will put it this on my podcast, and I will put it wherever you see me on Instagram and LinkedIn and YouTube and Shira. Um, I'll put your email address as well, and you'll share with your audience and we'll make this happen next Wednesday. Definitely. Looking forward. Can't wait. Hey, thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you all so much for being here on my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. If you'd like to learn more about what I do and what intuitive eating is, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or follow me on Instagram at Gila Glassberg. Thank you so much. Have a great day.